0: Welcome in. This is the Neutral Zone. My name is Tyler Stevens, and I'm joined by resident Bears fan Mason Malik. And we're here to kind of reflect on what we saw from the Bears on Monday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think we got to start with the elephant in the room. I think we got to kick this off with the officiating. Is that is that a good place to start?
1: Yeah, Tony Correnti was uh, it was pretty awful. I mean, the no calls that Fields was getting slammed to the ground. Like there was a play where he got slammed two like two seconds after the play, they didn't call it, and even Fields came out after and said, "It's a shame I don't get those calls, but it is what it is. I'm a rookie, I guess." So yeah, Correnti was terrible. There was points taken off the board, and of course that taunting call, which I don't. I don't really know how to like look at it cuz I think it is an okay call like Marsh was like staring at the bench I mean it's just it's so hard to like talk about taunting cuz these these guys go out there and they give like all this effort and all this emotion to penalize them for showing emotion it just it seems silly but you got to you got to know the rules you can't do that he went out of his way to go over to the Steelers bench. I mean, I know he was on the Steelers at one point, and he was kind of making it known, like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, I just made a big play on your team," but I just feel like you can't do that still. But, and and the hip check by Correnti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
1: Correnti is such a dirty ref. And I know Sims was talking about it, how he had experience with Correnti and how he was his officiating was up and down based on like emotions with him and sims and sims said something to him and he, he kind of just like said hey, are you going to apologize for what you said nah, it's it's just it's silly tony cranthi i don't know i think he needs to be fine what are your thoughts on that so
0: here's the thing with the whole Marsh situation i'm going to kick this off i kind of have a similar take that you do um the call itself I don't necessarily hate because it's kind of, it's kind of the rule, but I think the taunting rule and the the flags for it is it's an absolute joke. I don't even, I don't know whose idea it was to come up with this rule. And we've seen it all year, how stupid some of these taunting calls are. I, I just don't get it. I don't know why the NFL just every year, it's like they try to come up with something stupid to piss off all its fans and players. And it, it's just a joke. Um, as for some of the other calls, that there was a, a late hit on on Justin Fields that I did, I did think should have been called. But the play before that was when he slid and got hit after the slide. People were complaining about that one too. I actually thought that was clean. I think Justin has a little bit of a tendency. A bad tendency to slide late at times. Yeah,
1: I didn't, so that's, think, that, I didn't think that was a penalty he, need, he needs
0: to. That's that's a different story. But he needs to clean that up because he's going to get himself hurt because of that. Um, but yeah, the officiating it was terrible. I I didn't investigate Tony Caretti quite like you did, but it seems like there's always whenever it seems like whenever there's issues around a ref, it seems like he's he's involved more often than not.
1: Yeah, he's got a he's got a big ego and he let it known that he can affect the game in one team's favor. So I don't know how they didn't investigate that hip check more that that's just, that blows my mind. It was, it was clear. He hip checked him. I mean, I don't know how you can say he didn't, but I think the, the really bad call was the, um, the illegal block that took away the touchdown. I, I thought that was terrible.
0: The chop block, yeah, it didn't even look like he hit him. I I don't even I don't know what he was trying to do, but that was just a weird play all, all, all around. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand the call. I don't understand the intention. It was it was confusing. Uh, I'll leave it at that. So
1: obviously we gotta talk about fields, right? Or your yeah, thoughts yeah on fields.
0: Um I thought he looked pretty good, I, especially on that one drive. He really cruised down the field and made plays when he needed to. Um, there's still some concerns here or there, but I think that was probably one of his
1: better games. Is that is that fair? Yeah, I just – I don't think he's – been, he's been improving every week. He's It, it feels like he's kind of turning the corner. And don't get me wrong, there's going to be ups and downs and bumps and bruises. He's still a rookie, but I don't see anything right now that makes me think like red like you know how you look at a QB uh rookie QB is like oh that's he really needs to clean that up or he's not he's not going to be a quarterback i don't i really don't see anything that would make me say that he he's not going to be a successful quarterback in the league and one of the things that's really impressed me is it seems like he's really tightened up that throwing motion he had that like whole wind up back at ohio state and he he looks like he's cleaned it up so i mean props to him i guess you got to give a little credit to uh, DiFilippo. filippo he's been putting in the work and Nagy, Nagy. <laughs> I wouldn't give Nagy that much credit, but I think it's more on Fields because I, I just I don't think it's a lot of Nagy, but it is. What it, it's is. funny
0: because anything that goes good with Fields and the Bears' offense, it's Justin Fields getting all the credit, and anything bad that happens, it's all on Nagy. I just think it's a funny construct. I get it, Nagy stinks, but it's just funny the way it's handled by by fans.
1: I mean, would would you give Cleaning up my mechanics. Would you give the credit more to the head coach or the quarterback coach or no, Justin I, Fields?
0: I, I was, I was just that was a blanket statement. I wasn't talking All necessarily right. about this situation. I'm just talking in general.
1: But yeah, the the first half was kind of sloppy. A lot of players are making silly mistakes, like usual Bears offense shooting themselves in the foot. And second half, he just he lit, he caught fire and. It was really nice to see um yeah the bears are three and six but it seems like a lot of chicago really doesn't even care about that as long as fields is you know playing good football showing us things like who cares what the record is The season is all about field development so it kind of made the loss sting a little bit less if you know someone else was at court Dalton was playing all oh, that would have you know that loss would have stung so bad considering the circumstances but the one thing i want to talk about is uh his touchdown pass um it just it continues to blow my mind the types of plays that th- this offense is running. It, it 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 just Fields continues to go above and beyond of the shitty play calling and the shitty coaching. Like for example, that that play had three curls and it was a three curls on the inside and then two smoke routes on the outside. Where uh, the wide receiver, whoever's outside, takes a one step hitch and. It was. It's just. Why are you calling that play in that situation? And no one was open. And then Fields and Mooney have to improvise, and he makes a great throw. It. It just. It blows my mind how this offense can continue, especially Nagy and Laser. They're just calling. They're putting him in bad situations, and he seems like he's overcoming it.
0: Um, I, I will say to the defense of the coaches, I liked some of the stuff they did. And I, I don't say that lightly because I'm, I'm usually just as critical as you are about the coaching, but I like some of the Wildcat stuff that they did. And I cannot believe that they're run, they ran as much Wildcat stuff as they do in the year 2021 where the Wildcat might as well be dead. Uh, but it seemed to be effective. And I don't know why, but that's probably something they should stick with a little bit. What, what did you think about all that?
1: Well, what does the Wildcat and Montgomery taking the snap do that Justin Fields can't do? That's my that's my question.
0: Well, my answer I, for you is one thing, very important thing, take a hit. Because you don't want your quarterback taking those hits. Wouldn't you much rather have your running back taking them?
1: True, but it does, when you're running Wildcat, it doesn't give you a threat of the pass. If you put in Fields in there, it gives you the threat of both the run and the pass. But, I, I mean, it was working. So I mean props to them. Yeah, there were some nice plays in there. Um I, I did like how they were attacking the seams more with the tight ends. I just they weren't doing that at the beginning of the year. And it, it was it was actually working. It's like, why did it take this coaching staff that long to find stuff that was that works? It's because they're
0: they're waiting for me to finally drop Cole Komet for my fantasy team and they're like, <laughs> oh, let's get this guy involved now.
1: Yeah, Cole Comet had a good game, and that's that's good to see. I've thrown some stray bullets at Cole Komet. I, I think that he's had some really bad performances, especially him catching the football. I thought his hands needed work, but he caught everything that went his way, and he was getting open, so props to him.
0: So how do you feel about Jimmy Graham? He, he, he got quite a bit of targets in this game, and was getting a little bit of play. What, what do you think about he that? He
1: had that play with, like, one of the throws of the game, really. It was right, right down the seam. It was such a hard throw. It was such a great pass by him. Even Nagy mentioned it. That's one of the better throws in the NFL that he's seen this year. But he's still in the end zone. I thought when he, he dropped that touchdown pass, I thought it was a pretty decent throw. I mean, I think he said it was tipped. But still, it was catchable. It came into came into his body. It seemed like he had it, and then he just, just kind of lost it. But it is <laughs> surprise. I was surprised that he was – that involved as he was, but they made an effort to get him involved, I guess. I still don't like Jimmy Graham, though.
0: All right, before I start getting into the Jimmy Graham talk, because we all know how I feel about Jimmy Graham, let, let, let's pivot and let's go over to the defense. What do you see from the Bears' defense in this game? What, what do you like? What didn't you like? And oh, so on.
1: I, I just think Sean Desai has been trending downwards. I think that last drive of the game – Robert Quinn was dropped into coverage on I think it was a third down on that last drive and that's just inexcusable you're paying you're paying Robert Quinn all that money to rush the passer and especially when Mac isn't in there why is he not trying to create pressure on that last drive like I think they needed the blitz more as well considering Big Ben is just a statue out there I mean. I just think he needed to be more aggressive and he was just not making the right calls at the right time and it's just it's really sad to see I don't know
0: so are you having second guesses on you know all these claims you made about the side early in the season or do you think it's just a rough patch
1: I mean I don't I don't know how to how to take it right now I'm gonna, he has had some really good games but come on your rookie quarterback drives you down the field to go up one and then they, I even called it, and I said they're gonna, the defense is going to blow it. I just had a feeling. It seems like any time the offense gives the defense anything, they just fall flat on their face. I don't, I don't know why the two units can't be on the same page at the same time. It's always either offense shows up or the defense shows up. It's just, it's, it's sad.
0: Yeah, I was actually listening to the radio today, Chicago radio, and someone said all these, all these years the Bears having everything but a quarterback. And now they think they got their quarterback and now they don't have much else. <laughs> like what are the, what are the odds of that?
1: Yeah, but I will say that Mac not playing these past two games, I think if Mac plays these last two games, it might be different results. And it's just interesting how they handled it considering the crucial point in the season cuz Mac was playing through that injury and he seemed like he was still playing well, so they decided to just shut him down and get his foot completely right. But he could have still played. And it's just surprising that they went about it that way. At Those were two winnable games. So you're shutting Mac down for two winnable games. And if you win both of those games, what's the Bears record? Five and four? You're right in that seventh seed discussion. So it, I don't know why they decided to go that route. But now the Bears are pretty much out of the playoff picture at this point, right? Three and six. How are you going to come back from that with the second half schedule?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was pretty much ready to bury them, you know. Last week when we were talking, and what did I say last week? I'm like, I could not, I can't see the Bears losing this game simply for the fact I cannot see them fall to three and six. I thought they were gonna make it four and five, make it interesting, and still kind of linger around. But nope, I was definitely wrong, and here, here we are, three and six going into the bye. I mean. I don't know what, what much else there is to say, but this season is spiraling out of control and it's, it's getting, it's looking like time to start looking towards the off season. If you're a bears fan.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to the off season and the potential coaching hires. Hopefully the, they make the right decision with that. But I will say that Nagy has I uh, I don't think he's ever won coming off a buy. So looks like three and seven is a, uh, Likely to happen, so buckle up, Bears fans. It's all about Fields and his development from here on out.
0: I believe they have the Ravens coming out of the bye, so that is going to be a very tough matchup. So, yeah, three and seven is an absolute possibility. And you got to think Giants fans are licking their chops at the possibility of them ending up with two top 10 picks. Um, do you, do you think that'll happen? Do you think the Bears I think will the be the Bears?
1: Are, I think they're going to finish right around like the 10 to 14 range. I think. They got some winnable games coming up on the second half. I think we play uh, Vikings, who we've pretty much beaten in the Nagy era with Mitch Trubisky, so I don't see why we couldn't at least split with them. You got Lions again. I think we do play the Giants as well, so I still think they win six or seven games. That'll put them, I think, right around the 10 to 14 mark. And listen, who cares if you're giving them that? I mean, if Fields pans out and he's the quarterback that we all think he can be, no one's going to care about that pick, so it is what it is.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. If he pans out, it, it doesn't matter if that's the 14th overall pick or the fourth, you're happy either way. So that, that's a great point. Um, and a lot of people seem to be awfully worried about the, not having that first-round pick. I mean, myself included, I, I bring it up quite often. But you're right, it, it, it will not matter. It, what, what, what matters is the f- development of Justin Fields, and they got to do everything they can to make sure they don't stunt his growth in any way. Well said. All right. So since we don't really have a, a game to preview this week, do you want to do a little teaser for what we might see in the off season? Like what, what, what the plan, I know it's only like what week 10, but I know you have your eyes on a few head coaches and I, basically I'm asking you to go into that a little bit, a, a little, a little taste of what we might see come off. Yeah, season time.
1: We had some discussions uh, last night about potential head coaching options and, I I heard some rumors about the Bears wanting to go with an experienced guy but then we went over the list of all the experienced head coaches who either got fired or didn't work out and it's it's just not a good list so you're going to have I think you're going to have to go down the route of picking one of the up and coming guys and I mean that's
0: that's the problem with you know if you want a head coach with experience if you want a head coach with head coaching experience that means almost definitely that coach has been fired as a head coach. That's the only way you're going to find that guy is if he's been fired and ended up elsewhere. So those names are never going to sound pretty. So
1: The two guys (laughs) that I would consider for experienced, I mean, I mean, I talked about Harbaugh. You said he wasn't going to leave Michigan, but I think that wouldn't be the most terrible hire in the world. I think it'd be decent.
0: Um, I'm not a big Harbaugh fan in terms of him as a coach. Um, I think he is – he's had some success in the NFL, so I will give him that. Um, I, I think it would be pretty hard to pry him away from Michigan. Uh, he's making bank there, and he seems to like it, even though he can't beat Ohio State. But they really got a good team this year, and I couldn't see him leaving, you know, if they're a one- or two-loss team or maybe a college football playoff team. I, I can't. I just can't see him walking away from that.
1: Yeah, like I, I said, I thought that um... – the one job that he wanted in the NFL was to to coach the bears and those type of opportunities don't come off, come every so often so especially with if fields keep developing the way that he is the bears are going to have a lot of options a lot of people are going to come knocking for that head coaching interview so i mean Harbaugh, it is what it is i, I i'm kind of in the middle with it it was just i was just throwing it out there and then how about shanahan he see i mean i've given shanahan some shit Cause I think he's been a little overrated, but if he got fired, I would, I would not hate that hire.
0: I mean, Kyle Shanahan, I, I can't see him getting fired. And I know we, we're both in the same boat of thinking he gets way too much benefit of the doubt way too much, but I, I can't see them parting ways with him. I, I just, I, I don't see it at all. Um, But let's say hypothetically, if he did, yeah, it'd be a good hire. I mean, I still think he's a good coach. I do think he gets way too much credit. But, yeah, he's definitely a good coach.
1: Wouldn't that be a little bit awkward if he came around? Because uh, they passed on Fields. I think he had a lot to do with it, too. They wanted Lance, and they were set on that. And then to go coach the guy who you passed on, isn't that a little bit awkward? And
0: and they did say they took him because – or reports were that they took him because he was Shanahan's guy. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I don't think we have to worry about that whole situation because I don't think he's getting fired.
1: But- yeah, but other than that, I just I don't see a lot of good options for experienced guys. But the the guys who haven't been head coaches, I mean, you got Brian Daboll. I mean, that's it's so hard with those guys because you don't they've know sh- they've shown things on how they can operate an offense, call plays, but how are they going to be a head coach? And it's tough. And uh, how about Greg Roman? I think he could. I thought I think he could do a pretty good job in uh, developing an offense. Coordinator of could fit. yeah, um, or not the Vikings,
0: Ravens, 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 Ravens. Yeah. Ravens. wrong purple team. But yeah, I, I like what the Ravens do. I told you I think that's probably. I don't. I didn't research these coordinators quite like you did, but based off scheme and what the teams try to do, I think that would make a little more sense to hire a Ravens offensive coordinator than than a Bills.
1: Yeah, and I don't. I don't think Kellen Moore is gonna. I think that. Yeah, everyone says they're gonna pay him so much money. I don't think he's leaving Dallas. I think they might even fire McCarthy and make him head coach before he leaves. Honestly,
0: I think that's more likely than him taking a job elsewhere, because I think they'll do whatever it takes to keep him.
1: So I, th- I think it would be between those guys. And one name that I forgot to mention, who has experience, is Doug Peterson. Now I actually wouldn't mind that play at all. I think he's a decent coach. And he won a Super Bowl. I think um, the GM in Philly is just a disaster. and I think it was more his fault than Doug's.
0: Packers legend Doug Peterson? I mean, I could see it. I, isn't he good friends with Nagy? Isn't it? Weren't they, like, <laughs> hanging out or something?
1: Yeah, he actually came in to help out, I believe, at one point during the season.
0: See, I think if they fire Nagy, they're going to try to get as far away from Nagy as they can.
1: Yeah, but if you're I've, looking for experience, what the hell else is out there? That's true. Vance Joseph,
0: he's, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. I mean, Doug Peterson fits the bill, and it and wouldn't be sure. such
1: a completely different terminology in terms of offense since they're both cut from the same, um, the Reed tree, right? So it wouldn't it wouldn't be like the terminology because a lot of people have, um, the but concerns. that's the thing. do
0: you, do you want a coach cut from the same cloth as Nagy? If you, if you're if you're Ryan I Pace or whoever's was making just that a, call
1: a bad branch personally he's a rotten branch in that tree i mean i think doug peterson had a lot of success but it is what it is
0: all right before we get too caught up in what may or may not happen this offseason i think this is a good time to wrap it up so we will be back Next week is the Bears bye week, but we'll be back anyways to talk about it, and maybe you'll get even more coach talk. Probably will. But thanks for stopping in, and we'll catch you guys next time.